1: host your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today
0: hello again welcome back to the bachelor podcast my name is ryan jones joined as always by katie wait hi katie hello a lot of drama for women tell all and fantasy suites a lot of times we're told that it's the most dramatic this or that but we may have just actually fulfilled that
2: it's on track to being the actual most dramatic ending of a season
0: there is obviously the big topic of Susie and Clayton and uh, we're clearly going to tackle that in mass and um, I will just warn anybody that's listening uh, this will be the one place where I think there is going to be an unpopular opinion and so I'll tell you where to send your hate mail but that's just a tease to till we get to that but I do want to just quickly go through women tell all because unlike Jesse I want to have a little bit of a control of this situation mm. and try to dissect what the hell these people were screaming about
2: well first of all nothing happened in the women tell all like I think it was just it it was everything that you were expecting but times a thousand um you couldn't hear any every, anyone. Everyone was yelling over each other. Everyone was attacking Shanae. It was just, that was the entire episode. And they started right off the bat with just going right at Shanae, And then Jesse was like, well, let's bring it back to the beginning. Like, no, thank you. Because we didn't just relive everything in the last five minutes. Um, yeah, it was just, it was an attack on Shanae. Um basically bullying on stage and i'm i'm not defending anything that Sinead did or um but they were and you could tell that Sinead was actually loving the attention she was like she wanted people to yell at her she wanted to be the center of it and she the girls were giving her the center of attention that she wanted um but yeah it was just like attack after attack for Basically, anyone that had anything to do (laughs) this season that had Facetime, they were attacked for for one reason or the other. And they just I hate Shanae's show. Yeah, and they
0: mentioned it. I don't remember whether it was Sierra or um, or Kira because Kira suddenly uh, decided she wanted to be that person. We we said who was going to be the the person that
2: I swear I've never seen her. But okay.
0: yeah, you know, last week we knew somebody would be that person that just wants to go to paradise and paradise edit. Exactly. And so that was Kira. But so I, it might have been Kira, but someone mentioned to Sinead, like, you have an opportunity here to just stand up there, say you're sorry, and move on. And instead, she sort of doubled down on literally everything that she did and everything that she said, and even beyond that by um, I think it was Genevieve, who she basically attacked for, you know, like, oh, I was in mourning, but you were banging Aaron. Like, Yeah, I understand she's happy to be the villain. Like you said, she wants... It's almost like a a heel in wrestling where they just stand there and they're, you know, yeah, more booze, more booze. So I guess you're sort of feeding into it, but I think she could have, much like everything else, done a little bit better in that you can still say, hey, I'm the villain, but also try to get a little bit of sympathy because, like you said, these women went to and past the line um, it's the first time all season I've actually felt bad for Chenae and it wasn't long because again then she'd open her mouth and say something dumb but yeah, it was right. it was a lot.
2: Yeah and you're right like she didn't she didn't even try to play the victim card like at all she just like sat there no emotion just kept that smile on her face. if you don't talk in those situations then you're obviously people are gonna start feeling bad for you. And if you don't, if you have a certain look to your face and you're like, okay, this is too much. Why is everyone yelling at me? I don't like feeling like this anymore. Then people are going to be like, okay, I feel, I actually feel bad that everyone's attacking her. And she, that's how she's being perceived. Like it kind of forgets about everything that she has done in the past, but she didn't get that. <laughs>
0: no. She
2: didn't get that edit. She didn't act that way at all. It was funny because Tuesday was international women's day. You go from social media of like all this stuff of like people like women lifting women up and like happy International Women Day and then all of a sudden in your news feed you see like like all this stuff that's happening that happened on the women's Law. and it was like like a total contradiction of what everything was happening.
0: And Shanae, I think, showed I mean, multiple times showed her hand, but especially with the stuff with Genevieve because she's basically trying, to, I guess, slut shame Genevieve. Even though Genevieve, I'm sure, would have happily been like, "Yeah, I we had sex, cool, whatever," yeah. but she's like, "No, this never happened." And then just to flip around and be like, "Oh, and by the way, he said you should stop DMing him," and she tried to be like, "Oh, I never slid into his DMs," and the well, live screenshots oh, well, he DMs me telling me to stop. Now I'm like, really? You're going to split hairs to that point? Be like, see, you're lying again by saying I slid into his DMs. If you're constantly harassing him, even if he was the one to tell you to back off, I mean, you're really going to get into the weeds there and try to say, like, no, I'm the, I'm the good one here.
2: Yeah. And I, I think just I loved when they just, like, would cut to just because he was like and there were there were so many clever memes about this and it was so funny but um he, it, he just had a look on him on his face like I first of all I don't want to be here what is this I did not sign up for this like what are these girls doing and he just yeah he I think he wanted to be anywhere but there that yeah. night
0: he definitely lost control pretty much from the jump. And like you said, you can never understand what people are saying because you would hear a bunch of screaming then a bunch of bleeps and then a bunch of bitches. And I don't mean the people, I mean the words they were using. And it was just this random mix of bleeps and the words you can say. uh, It just, it was all over the place. And I think even though they ended up looking pretty bad, I think you had... Someone like Sarah, who, if there wasn't a Shanae, would have really been like a number one villain. And it's like, and she yeah. still caught a lot of flack, not just from Clayton, which I'm sure he was happy to deflect to someone, but from from the women as a whole. But if there's no Shanae, this whole show is about her. Yeah, much like in in Paradise. Uh, about Brendan and Piper like oh you guys were just here because you wanted to be on the show and you were lying to everyone instead she gets like 10 minutes where you know she sort of has her feet held to the fire and later Clayton does say yeah she was lying or because she says it was more how she remembered it so she wouldn't come out and just say yes this happened and he's lying it was like that's Overall, she has to be the most excited one because she could have gotten destroyed on this.
2: Yeah, and she—I she, mean, yeah—they—they they still went went for, her, but yeah, you're right, not as nearly as what Sinead went through.
0: Yeah, and she did not look right. She did double down on the crying thing, which Clayton tried to say it wasn't a macho thing about, like, I cry, it's fine. Uh, I, you, as you see in the clips ahead, I'm going to cry. That I still, sense. yeah, I still think that's sort of where it's rooted in. But he was adamant that we did not, quote unquote, cry together, yeah. and that was sort of all the other women needed to hear to be like, oh yeah, like, Sa- peace out, Sarah. And as sort of poorly as some of Mara's stuff was taken in the moment about her sort of seemingly bullying Sarah, the other woman sort of had her back of she sort of fell on a sword for us. Like we all wanted to be that person, but right. Mars the one that went in and sort of did the dirty
1: work.
2: Yeah, she she um she didn't help her situation either, really. Like that's another one that she probably should have just kept her mouth shut most of the night. Um, but I mean, then we wouldn't have this explosive night. Yeah,
0: exactly. You do you is the best way to put it. Um, And I would imagine, just like, unfortunately, Shanae, um, we're going to see Sarah in Paradise, and I'm not sure which way she's going to go, because you know Shanae is going to show up wanting to be the villain still, but I wonder if Sarah is going to try to go on the sort of basically like a recovery mission of her, you know, of her storyline and,
2: and
0: try to be, you know, Hey, see I'm not that bad. Really?
2: Yeah. I think, I actually think she will because she, like she was fine all season. And mm-hmm. then, um, as soon as one person pointed out like one thing, then she started like unraveling and kind of, I think it it was definitely more of an edit. I'm not saying that she she's a fully great, part, great person because <laughs> no. some things cannot be edited, and and she did say everything that she said. It wasn't you know spliced together at all. Um, but I think that if if one that one small thing wasn't pointed out by Mara, like I feel like she probably just would have had you know smooth sailing until she went home. So I I don't think she was trying to be another villain, and I don't think she wanted that kind of attention. So I think it would be a recovery. She would try for that in Paradise.
0: So it would be interesting to see who ultimately shows up in Paradise, but more importantly, who decides to try to flip the script and no longer be the villain or, in Kira's case, you know, someone we actually know.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I remembered that name this season, but she did not look familiar. To me. No,
0: no, not at all. Um, there were. And
2: she still tried to shoot her shot at. The...
0: Well, and that's the thing. She went in with a plan. Uh, she still took her shots at at Shanae, but she knew, okay, everyone's going to be doing this. I need to stand out somehow. Yeah. So she took her. I'm going
2: to sh- go back to Clayton. <laughs>
0: that's it. She took her chances early to to get some at camera time, and then. She had to figure, well, they couldn't have cut out that much, so let me go for this last line at the end that I know is going to make the show and oh, yeah. is going to guarantee me an invite to Paradise because as soon as she shows up on the beach, the first thing people are going to say when she gets, you know, everyone's talking, oh, who's that, who's that? So I'm like, oh, Kira, she's the one that asked Clayton out at the end of the Women Tell All. That's going to be exactly. who she is. And so, well done. Yeah. Very few people went on this and uh, really accomplished much. Kira, you did. I was a little surprised that there was, and maybe it just made the cutting room floor because it was boring, but that there wasn't more made out of the idea that Clayton, the turning point was with Shanae, the trophy and not, hey, how about, what about any of the ADHD stuff? Like all of that just sort of didn't even literally was not mentioned once about how that just like, Hey, Elizabeth was sort of come up with the word bullied or, or singled out, whatever you want to call it. Um, which, which really
2: was the start of like, that's kind of how Shanae got started as being a villain in the house. And I, I didn't even think of that, like how that actually wasn't even brought up once.
0: Yeah. It, didn't make any sense and the only thing I can figure is maybe like I said it was just so boring that it, like hey this happened yeah I didn't really know about that oh well move on um and there were enough arrows being thrown at him because uh, when he was trying to claim like I didn't know everything that was going on and sort of everyone I once like, literally okay, every please. yeah every person here came to you with some information and so you then later on will say, oh, well, I chose to believe this person. Like, but not the 12 other people that yeah. told you. It was just inconsistent, which sort of fits for, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah.
2: Just
0: um, the start of it. Just the start of it. He, if he only knew what was uh, on the way. Um, and listen, we all like Serena and Serene, carried herself well both on the show and then on Women Till All but the one thing I took away from when she was quote-unquote in the hot seat and we we talked touched about this a little bit last week I think I think it was the right call like like even them going over her confusion and it, it has nothing to do with anything she did it's just it just confirmed to me watching this that yeah she was the clear number 4 and so all it, we can all love Serene but i don't know that anything was that she wasn't done wrong i think it was
2: yeah no it's just confirmed was,
0: that it was she this is where she's supposed to be
2: yeah she was 100% the one to go home last week and again yeah we she's great you, you know we're fans but i mean they they're definitely not a match
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I don't know, you know, Sierra and Clayton had a little bit of a sort of back and forth of um, basically just why didn't you believe us and me leading the charge. And it was just a bunch of a word salad that didn't really get us anywhere, which Sierra thankfully called them out on. I I believe the term was you still punked yourself. So God bless. What's
2: to come? I don't know.
0: Yeah. And so ultimately, um, I don't know that, like you said at the beginning, I don't know much was really accomplished, but we got to see a bunch of people yell at each other. Yeah. I mean, was other than, okay. Sarah's a villain, Cassidy's a villain for 30 seconds, and then everyone yells at Shanae. Was there really much beyond that? that we really. I mean, we,
2: we got the whole thing with Teddy and his brother. D. Oh, God, yes. So, um, but even that, like, she she was obviously heartbroken for going home. Like, you could see her rewatch it, and it was kind of like... She should have been in Serene's spot <laughs> almost. Like mm-hmm. I think she was more emotional about the whole going home um aspect than Serene was. And Serene was still upset, but I think sure. deep down like she she also knows that she wasn't the right pick for clean. Um but yeah, Teddy was um watching that back, she was like, Yeah, like that hurts. Like I thought I thought that, you know he was validating me and then after I told him about being a virgin it kind of like spiraled after that.
0: Yeah it was it was not great um and I'm glad that she um sort of got a chance to because now that you mentioned that's a great point is she was probably that fourth person and that she definitely. Came across as someone that had just been spurned, and uh, I think that she said all the right things and um, was forced into talking about the brother. Like it, it sounded like she was not going to say anything, and then everyone's like, "No, no." Made
2: it better because it wasn't she, like she was going to go up and brag and be like, "Well, at least like his brother wanted me or something," and like not a comment like that. Like she. But when she was pushed she was like okay let me, let
0: me. <laughs> there's one brother that isn't scared of virgins oh okay
2: but um that was like i i liked how she wasn't probably wasn't going to mention that and then it was brought up so yeah
0: and Come i think him. yeah i think we will see her one way or another um i you know there's been a lot of talk about bachelorette and not just with teddy but sort of just the the women that are left here, um, obviously, anytime someone goes home, that's usually when people try to rally the troops. And it was Teddy, it was Serene, it should be Rachel, it should be Gabby, it should be Susie. Basically, everyone. Just before we get to the episode, I just, do you have a a favorite from this group that you think we should, we would be okay sitting here talking about? Hey, here here they go; that they're running their own season.
2: I don't think from the women tell all. I can't think of one person there that could carry like it's hard to carry a season.
1: as we've seen, I have to
2: do any of this stuff, honestly, but it, to carry a full season without it was tough there in the middle for a little bit. But I don't really see.
0: So you think it's one of the final three?
2: I think it's either one of the final three or not from this season.
0: Ah, you think we'll dip into the past?
2: I I don't have an idea from someone <laughs> in the past. I don't know. Do you think that anyone at the women tell all?
0: I liked the idea of Teddy and obviously we've gone through the down the road before of someone that's a little younger and we haven't had a ton of success, but then we've haven't had some, you know, there've been people that are a little older that have crashed and burned. So I don't, I don't know that just going by age, um, is the best way for recency bias. Clearly everyone is all about Susie right now and uh, we're shortly going to get to her, but, um, so, you know, from the final three, that seems like the most obvious just because of everything going on right now. That's always the last person is almost always the person that has the biggest head of steam. Um, I think Gabby would probably be the most fun, much like she, yeah. much like she was on these dates. Like, she was always the one that was sort of most she's
2: funny. Like, she has a sense of humor. I think she would be really fun to watch, but... I I don't know. It's, it's just hard to, for, to carry a season. Hmm. But we've said that about a lot of people in the past and they've ended up doing pretty well. So I don't know. And some not so well.
0: Which is a fantastic transition. uh, As we talk now about the fantasy suite States, um, the second half of our four hour bachelor week. And, you know, we're, a day and a half late getting getting this episode up. Um, the partially, I had something, and then it was happy birthday. It was your birthday. Everybody send Katie your gifts. Um, but I also think it's important, it's sort of was a happy accident, because I wanted to see the reaction. Um, because I watched this episode about two or three hours delayed and without any social media. So I was experiencing it sort of in a vacuum much, much like Clayton, yeah. and um, it, it, I think it would have been a very different experience if I was following along live, and um, we knew that there was going to be some drama, I don't know that any of us knew exactly how off the rails we would be getting uh, before we even get to the scene they kept showing us of the women falling on the ground about being intimate with both of them, it's just... Mm-hmm. Which now makes sense, by the way, because oh, yeah. the fact that he would say, oh, I'm in love with three people and intimate with both of you, we should have known, oh, where's the third person?
2: Right. Oh, okay. It all started tried, to make like, sense. You just, yeah, you just get so so stuck on like the girls falling to the ground crying that... <laughs> You you don't really fully hear
1: the whole thing now. Yeah,
0: like, oh, right. And we only sort of, saw they they cut it to make it look like maybe there were three there running away, but, oh, now that we look at it, there's really only two. Oh, crap. Okay, now it makes a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So what would you say before we get to what everyone wants to talk about? And we're going to get there. With um, the first of these three dates, which unfortunately still starts with the three people sitting there awkwardly, yeah. like, can we? Do we really need that? It doesn't even create good drama. It's just awkward.
2: It's awkward for everyone. It's it's really awkward for them. It's awkward for us to watch them be so awkward. Yeah, we get, We need to get. <laughs> we need to get rid of that.
0: You know, and no, I think but... Gabby went into these dates, um, sort of. I don't want to say most open minded, but I think most vocal about what this is for you know like hey we should be exploring each other and i've never gone this far dating someone without and sort of like trying to find the right word and being like having a alone time
2: yeah which is which is kind of interesting when you think of what what we're almost going to see next week or what we're supposed to see next week because she said multiple times this episode that, like, I want him to be with the other women and, like, in, in the end, pick me. Like, that's what I want. I don't want him to hold back from this experience and pick me and then just keep wondering what if. So it's it'll be interesting to see why, like, how she breaks down so much once he says that he actually was intimate with both of them.
0: Yeah, because I think in his mind, that was also part of the Susie stuff, is that while she wasn't specifically talking about the physical stuff, she was very clear, like, I want you to explore these relationships, and they just had different concepts of what explore were. But Gabby couldn't have been more clear, even talking to the other women. Like, "Eh, I kind of, even, we get the rare... I I disagree. Like she yeah. usually, the, everyone's so happy, happy, you know, play Switzerland the whole way, even in Iceland. And but she was like, no, I disagree. I think this is important. Much sort of like what Clayton has been saying. I think this part is important.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that's a great point. How do you how you go from yes?
2: Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's something like something else, like in. In his quote-unquote announcement to them, or
0: maybe it's it's more the
2: spiraling like everyone else. Yeah,
0: that's part. That's probably shouldn't be overlooked, but it could just be maybe.
2: This golden week. It's
0: one thing if yeah, I know. It's one thing if you explore the relationship, i.e., have sex with everyone. It's another thing if you tell each of us that you you're in love with us. Like maybe that's the the line. Yeah i mean clearly as we're finding everyone has a different line that they don't want crossed
2: yeah i i didn't i never thought that i would be like actually excited to see <laughs> play <this> finale <laughs> but i'm like i need to see what happens <laughs>
0: um so rachel ends up going that. first rachel ends up going first and you know we've already they lay the groundwork with Susie, like even before anyone goes on a date, she's already, you know, Oh my God, I can't deal with this. And I can't even imagine him being intimate with other people. Um, Meanwhile, Rachel goes off to a date where it's, you know, see how our love our deep, how deep our love is or something. We're like, okay guys, um, I guess we're going to see. Um, And I think they, no pun intended, nailed this. This was always his strongest physical connection. and
2: Which is what he said. <laughs>
0: and before we got to his basically trying to say, like, no, Susie's my number one, I thought clear as day it was Rachel. And no part of this date, like this whole time I'm watching this date and I'm thinking, good sign that she went first, a better sign that it was fireworks nonstop, and that, you know, they went to the fantasy suite and all as well. Like, I, there was no doubt in my mind, like, oh, she's, I don't care what else happens. I don't care what else we saw. Like, if he gets, quote unquote, picks or ends up with anyone, it's going to be her.
2: Yeah. Which would be an obvious <laughs> assumption.
0: And even, she even asked him about sort of the Order of the Roses last time. And, which is another thing we touched about, does that matter? I mean, if you're going to get Arose, no matter what, does it matter if you get it first or third? Right. And he more or less was like, no, of course not. I knew what I was going to do. And But she was clearly really affected by like, oh crap, I already was processing the breakup before we were actually broken up, which we weren't. But yeah. she went through that whole process. And I'm sort of, I'm glad that she at least brought that up because it's a.
2: But then like, he kind of did it again. Like <laughs> Right after she told him that he she didn't like the feeling of of like almost being broken up with. Oh, right. Rose. And then he's like, <laughs> well, you know what? There's actually something I need to tell you. And then like you see your whole face drop again. I'm like, this poor girl. Let her go.
0: <laughs> you know what? I? And I didn't even put those two together. And my well, notes we were had a
2: lot. We get a lot of like, you know, there's real there's something I have to tell you, and you see the other person's face drop and like you get all nervous for them. But like she just told you <laughs> like that she was nervous about not getting the rose and like you made her feel nervous like that, and now you're saying there's nothing to worry about. And now you're gonna fake her out again.
0: Yeah, listen, I had those two Literally check and check on my notes here, and in no way did I connect them as, yeah, maybe not the time for a fake out. And yeah, yeah no. you know what? Probably not a time for a fake out. That's a great call.
2: Like, got so emotional about how she felt with that rose ceremony, then you just threw her under the bus again.
0: Well, he's had a problem reading the room all year on both sides, going way this to the left and way to the right. He hasn't been able to stay centered the whole time, so I guess that probably shouldn't be a surprise um yeah. but this was an enthusiastic forego our individual rooms i mean they both basically like skipped to the room yes yeah. and um, she was very clear she's like there's no question what's happening here tonight and you know so began the the dreaded dead man walking to where okay well we know where this is going we're just not sure how it's going to get there mm-hmm. um you know, Clayton the next morning is everything's perfect. I can't imagine everything being, being better. Like, uh, I've never been so open. She's never been so open. This, everything's amazing. But now let me go on another date.
2: And let me lo- say, scream I love you from the street, from <sighs> public street. All day.
0: This is so incredible. And that's the Clayton, by the way, that we've so wanted to see. And that we've only gotten to see two or three times this entire year is that excited having fun dude and if he would have sort of in a different way but similar pulled a clayton uh uh colton by saying this is the person and the rest of it's over yeah i think everything's great he's engaged everyone's happy no one's throwing things. <laughs> if only. I mean, that's the perfect clip to end on. And just say, you know what? I'm going to have to break someone's heart and goes breaks up with the other two. And we're here talking about the real lightning ring that he picked out for, for Sweet Rachel. And they're taking flying what lessons together. you
2: ever do to these producers? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so instead, uh, no, we're still going on dates. And we still, again, have the... Women have to sit together, and
2: I do have to say, like they are very supportive of each other. Like there is, there, I mean, usually at this point, we, you usually like all three most of the time. Um, but I think, like they were actually like, sup- like encouraging each other, and like as awkward as it was, they were, they seemed to actually be friends with which makes it i guess more awkward but
0: yeah i mean when you have rachel more or less apologizing for the fact that we have to go through this um i don't think you do that if it's sort of a ugh i hope it's me and not you um which clearly they do that's why they're there but you're right there's definitely not
2: we don't sense any competition
0: no it's not an animosity it's just it's you can cut the tension just because this is weird.
2: Yeah, like, it's not our fault, but this is the situation. Yeah. and We have to deal, we can't go in any other room. And (laughs) they have to
0: intercut all of these different clips of, like, Susie continuing the spiral into the point where they watch her, film her walking down a spiral staircase. Like, no, we have to find stairs that go in a spiral, just so we can let everybody know, like, yes, you're spiraling. And, you know, Rachel talking about how amazing it was into a one-on-one of I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe nothing happened. Maybe I'm getting myself worked up for nothing. You're just like, oh, Oh,
2: sweetie, <laughs>
0: sweetie, honey. Um, meanwhile, Gabby, as she's leaving for the date, is like, I'm excited for intimate time. Like, uh, on the same page as I was yelling, oh, this like, is important. Just,
2: like, stop talking, Susie. Like, please, just <laughs> you're making a fool out of yourself. And I didn't even know what was going to happen. I was just like, it's never good when you they show you saying the same thing over and over again. It's just
0: not. Yeah. It's not great. And, you know, Gabby was hoping for like this nice calm date and instead like a dune buggy shows up. And, um, first I thought maybe Clayton would crash. Then I thought she would crash. Um, and
2: it was a little reckless.
0: Thankfully they both survived. And, um, Gabby obviously was very into it, but also was like, I sort of need him to be the only person, but tell, you know, tell me that he's falling in love with me, Um, not thinking he's going to use the exact same line, almost word for word, that he did for Rachel.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, literally, like, to a point where he's like, I haven't felt this way in a long time since my last relationship. Like, bud, you didn't need to work the exact same script we could have mixed it up a little bit
2: uh,
0: yeah and so then they go to this like yurt igloo looking type thing um and no surprise everyone... yeah,
2: but i didn't, like i don't know if i would like how you can actually see in but yeah it, it's a little weird but then, like yeah like you like there are cameras there and they're not gonna like you get that intimate time, but like, do you though? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and mean. yeah, it's it's definitely a little different than going to like the honeymoon suite. Yes, where you know they from the street, it's like oh the lights going off on the top floor, as opposed to like
2: oh, hey, so it's just a full, like you're in a glass house.
0: You're just literally yeah, anybody that wants to take a look can take a look. Like, <laughs> this is pretty great, right? Um. And Susie continues to spiral.
2: Literally. you
0: know. G- yeah, Gabby comes home and loves that it's right out of bed. And she's, like, you could tell. I mean, please, if Susie didn't know before and...
2: So cringy, so cringy.
0: Oh, my God. And for them, to, you know, like, oh, yeah, you like the bedhead. And she's like, oh, wait, does it look that bad? Is that what you're trying to tell me?
2: Um, <laughs> I hated that. <laughs>
0: and you know so she fixed it and like is it better now silence um okay i think maybe you should go on your date now and so the, the beginning of the end is now and so susie gets to go on her date and got a lot of big thoughts on this i want to pose a question
2: I'm interested to hear your thoughts. On
0: and, and it's going to be unpopular, but I want to I post a question to you first. Susie's talking about, I need to know this, I need to know this, I have questions, I need answers. Should she have even gone on the date? And I don't mean cancel it, but could she not have been like, we need to have a chat before we go and like, Get half naked and go cold hot, cold hot, like do the whole normal date. Like should she and not I'm not saying she's a
2: good she, metaphor for this night.
0: It really is. Um, but should she have just said time out, like pull the Zach Morris, let's go over here and just work this out now as opposed to let, let, everything's
2: fine. Um I don't think necessarily she I mean, if it if it were after a fantasy suite and she was like, "Well, here now I have these questions," then I would be like, "Whoa, you missed your <laughs> like you missed your chance to, to have this conversation with him." Um, I don't know. I feel like it, I mean, yeah, she could have done it before the date, but I don't think du- like during the date you don't have time to have actual conversations. I thought this dinner was the right time for her to do this. I mean, she could have done it before. Yes, but not, I guess not during the date, like that wouldn't make sense to do that. So I think she had, she planned her time to to talk about it at dinner because that's really the moment that you have to choose if you're going to the fantasy suite or not.
0: Yeah, all right, that's fair. And because you know, the date, you would never know anything was wrong.
2: Yeah, no, it was, it seemed like a regular. Like, date between they, them. like I like, mean, you know, they're obviously he didn't think anything was wrong.
0: And neither, like, they were all over each other. Like, everything seemed great. And they go to this dinner, and you have him talking about how, like, oh my God, this is, like, going to be the greatest day of my life. This is going to change everything. And, you know, sits, I want to say sits her down, but like they sit down and he basically does the same spiel as he did with the first two. So I will admit that not a great look, but still, um, does the, Oh my God, I want to let you know, I'm in love with you. And basically he then gets the, Oh, that's so great for you. Um, Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you for sharing your truth with me, basically. Um, And then she gets to what ultimately is the biggest part of the season so far, which is I need to know that if you've had sex with other people here, because, although I guess she's only thinking one at that point, um, because this is a deal breaker and I can't, Go forward if you have been with another woman, which he responded worse to this than he did Teddy's telling him that she was a virgin. It was just as many uh uh uhs, but mm-hmm. finally just dove in and this is this is where we get into the mess.
2: It's the beginning of the end.
0: So for both, for both is right, and so she, her, she's starting from what well, I need to know, and then so he just dives in and says, "Yes, I have slept with someone," and she, it wasn't until five minutes later that he says, "Okay, well, both of them." <laughs> um. Uh. So this is where the my unpopular opinion comes in. I think we're being too hard on Clayton.
2: Okay,
0: And I don't say that lightly and I don't say that attacking Susie, although I'm going to have some, I have some issues with, with her, but it just seems that if this were such a big deal, and if this is something that you cannot overlook and you is the line in the sand that if it's crossed, we're over, how do you wait until the end of the fantasy suite dates to mention it
2: no i i 100 agree with that
0: and i do
2: so it was it was and he even said it but it was obviously a deal breaker and it should have happened at the beginning of this episode like right before they were shoot he was about to get the first They were about to get the first day card. It should have been like, you know what? If you don't think...
1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: If you think it's me and you you think I'm going to be the one at the end of this, it's a deal breaker for me if you do not sleep or be intimate with the other And honestly, like if he felt that same way, if he felt that, then I think he, and we've seen it before. Like, I don't think he would have been intimate with the other, other girls. If you're, if in your mind, it's a hundred percent Susie and yeah, you can still go on the fantasy suite dates because it is also for talking like without cameras and figuring out who they are as a person, not in front of the camera. Um, But if that, if that was a deal breaker, it definitely should have been. And I know some people like, uh, um, like Amanda Stanton was tweeting and saying, oh, don't forget, like you have to tell the person you're dating, like not to sleep with other women, you know, while you're dating. Um, Like, duh, like no kidding. But like, obviously, like this is The Bachelor, like it's if you felt that strongly about that issue, it should have been mentioned before this week of dates.
0: And so Clayton has sort of been on an apology tour these last 48 hours. And and we'll get to the reason why. And I do think he needed that. This isn't, I'm not here to advance as an apologist for him, but I do think people are being a little too hard on him. And this is a guy that I do not think has been a good bachelor. But watching it live or not live, but live for me in a vacuum without social media, when she, I'm sitting there having the same exact response to him I literally have in caps. You cannot wait to tell him this now about this thing that, oh my God, I can't continue with, that you could have easily had a producer take you before his first, even when you found out you were not gonna be first or whatever. At any time, a producer happily, would have created that drama where you went to his hotel room and talked to him about it, and so
2: he's- yeah. And honestly, like if you didn't think it was going to be her, then whatever, do what you want. But if you are even like seventy-five percent sure that it might be her at the end, like you need to respect that if she had told you that.
0: Yeah, and Susie had a little bit of the the Amanda uh, response of you know. I didn't want to ask you, but I hoped you would know. And as if you telling him, no, I want you to explore these relationships. So I'm not sort of like, Oh, well, you know, a, a parting gift, you know, like I want to be the one you choose because you fully exhausted all of these relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Clayton was, was asked, um, you know, what if she had been the first fantasy suite? Let's just, but, and he sort of didn't want to answer, but he said that, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said that he'd like to believe that if they went on that first one, she makes the same ultimatum, when at that point he can follow through on it. then in that case, he wouldn't have slept with anyone, her or the other two, because at that point it would have been in a different headspace of, oh, maybe I do need to think about this differently. And so obviously we're in a different completely different place at that point. Yeah. But so this point on though I'm I'm 100% with him in that why don't you let me know? And she's sitting there saying um, no this is I can't see myself like if I'm him I'm hearing that that this I is over.
2: Past that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm hearing it's over when she's saying I don't think I get past and then gets up and walks away. Mm-hmm. So, I don't see he hasn't, and you, we can make that argument about, oh, well, maybe he shouldn't have slept with two and about to be three women. Fine, but there is this idea of bachelor rules versus like real life rules. Mm-hmm. And
2: yeah, this is the bachelor. Like, you're not secretly seeing three people and sleeping with two of them and. In having this conversation with a third one. Like, this is the point of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like Amanda, yes, in real life, as in outside of this show where you're dating 30 women and then down to three that you're going to have to propose to in a week, sure, in real life, you should not have to tell the person you're dating, hey, don't go sleep with two other people. Yeah. Clearly. But in The Bachelor, where we just assume, it doesn't always happen that way, but where we assume every single person in the fantasy suites has sex. Mm -hmm. you just can't apply real life logic to it. And so at this point, I don't get any of the people who want to rip him for saying he's in love with three people or having sex with two and about to be three people because he was very clear that this is how I feel. I'm going to express it. Was it probably his best move? No. And you know, the person that started all this, Ben is the first person to tell you that, you know, he would have done it differently, but that's how he felt. And he didn't want people going home with questions about how he felt and that they didn't fully exhaust the runway. And so he was just sort of going down. So if you have an issue with that already, there's nothing I can do to change your mind. But I just feel like this show we're talking about, I don't know how you can crush someone for the I love yous and the sex. I just can't do
1: it.
2: Right. Because that's, like I said, like, that's the point of this. That's what, that's what we, you look for when you watch the show. Like, that's what you're, that's what you're doing.
0: <laughs> and he offers, basically without getting the card out, he offers, listen, let's go, Basically what he's saying is let's go to the fantasy suite because he said, like, let's talk about it for another seven hours, yeah. which he's basically saying, like, let's get the cameras away. Let's sit down. We can talk this out. And the, she just she walks away. And I just don't know how people are expecting him to react in that moment when um, he even said um,
2: "Like there's only so many times that you can chase her down. And right, to make it
0: work. and if for her to say, like, I don't see a scenario where we can move forward, and he had, he had been talking these last couple days about how he had just gone through this stuff with Sarah of clearly making things up and there for her own reasons. So in his mind, he's now been duped by this woman who clearly just wants... Basically, looking for a way out, and she wants to be the Bachelorette. In his mind, at that moment, that's where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, even when they come back together, and he raises his voice, which is not great, but I didn't think he yelled at her. But and he has since apologized for how he handled it. But in the moment, I have a hard time holding against him when he thinks that this woman that was his number one, and it, we can have that argument that if it's his number one, go first and just end it there, fine. But now that person that you thought was your number one, you believe, and he has says, said since said since then that he doesn't believe this, but in the moment thinks she just wants to be the bachelorette and is looking for a parachute to get out. How would you expect him to, to react? Yeah. And... People like to throw around the term gaslighting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is a really serious thing. That we've talked about it a lot on this show uh, over the last couple of years, but at no point did I think he was making her think things that didn't happen happen.
2: I don't think it was gaslighting.
0: Could he have handled this? Whole scenario better, one hundred percent. Yes, he agrees that uh, agrees with that. I agree with that. Saying you agree with that. Yep. I right. think everyone that's watching would say, yeah, he could have handled that better. But to the extent that people are just destroying him, I just I can't get there
2: mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> I mean, what did
0: you take away from that whole one, two, three? Of okay, I'm in love with you, third person. After sleeping with two, to the ultimatum, to how they ultimately left things.
2: Um, I, it was definitely a whirlwind, for sure. Um, I a thousand percent agree that she, she, this whole thing could have been. Um, fixed and changed if she had that conversation before this week. Um, And I a thousand percent think that she should have done that. And that, that part is on her, I think. Um, But it it definitely at that point after he was like, you know, let's, this is what happened. I want to talk about it. But then she kept, you know, trying to, essentially get away from the whole situation. Um, like, I think it it's very hard to defend that she was not looking for just a way out at that point. And we, not to, I really don't want to make this comparison to Greg last year. Um, <laughs> but like, I think like there's a little part of me that's like, do you, like, do you think that she thought she was going to get this far? And then all of a sudden was like, wait, like, this is a whole possibility. I don't know if I want want to go this far. Like, I need to find a way out now. And, like, Greg was – that I would consider gaslighting. Yes, that
0: was 100%, 100%, by the way.
2: That was a whole different situation. But when, like, there is a tiny, tiny comparison that I think – Susie was like, you know, after being with Rachel and Gabby, those couple days, like, I don't think that this isn't what I want anymore, but now I'm final three. I need to, I I need to get out and I can't just say I want to get out. I, there has to be a way out for me. So there's a tiny part of me that, that thinks that way, that thinks she just wants, because she, I mean, I think even in that situation I would be like, okay, let's talk. If I still feel the same way, it's not going to work. Like I'm leaving, but I feel like I would at least have an off camera conversation. If you felt, if I felt the way that I had been saying about him and, and falling in love with them and having that time with my family, like, yeah, let's talk. And if you can't, you know, if nothing can be said that changes it, then I leave and then I walk out.
0: And listen, clearly Susie has every right to feel how she feels. I'm not saying, oh, just, be- just because you're on The Bachelor, you know, you shouldn't feel this way. No, just let him know about it. It just, it it, it was hurting my head. But I also, when I went back and started reading through real-time Twitter, I, I scrolled back when I was finished with the episode And like, Oh my God, you would have thought he murdered someone because the pitchforks were out. And I get it because like we said, he could have handled this a lot better, but with a little bit of context of um, this was a three hour conversation of with the whole dinner time that they then, you know, built down into 20 minutes or whatever. So he had been trying to get her basically just to say, yeah, you know what, let's let's talk about this oh, yeah. over three hours. And, and she would refuse to even get past anything, but I don't think I can move forward with this, knowing this information. I get the hate, but I don't get the way, like... Like, it's so low-hanging fruit. So, like, people have already... Like, I've mentioned this to a couple people before we are recording, and I got, like, the death stare. So I understand he's public enemy number one, and it's low-hanging fruit, and before the show even ended, like, Nick Vial was already ready to, like, destroy him as... He was already going after him like he was public enemy number one. Fine. It's easy. But if you just put yourself in that situation, I don't think either one... Quote unquote, did anything wrong. She should have said it earlier, but she's fine. She's right to feel that way. And she has the right to, hey, you know what? The bachelor rules aren't for me. 100%. But at the same time, I just think he has every right to be upset that you told me to make sure I exhausted these relationships. And then when I do, uh, you. Refuse to even have a discussion about it. Yeah, I, I just, I don't. I'm amazed that so many, like literally ninety something percent of people out there, are just destroying him, and I just, I just think it's too much.
2: Yeah, no, I'm surprisingly i I agree, and I'm I'm not, you know, more him over her or nope. It's just, yeah, if you think about the situation they're in, what could have been done to prevent it, and how it could have been fixed, and nothing, none of those things were, were, none of those precautions were taken, I think. Yeah, it's a lot on him. Again, not defending him. No,
0: because he didn't handle it great, but I just, watching it, Without seeing anyone's reactions, that's all I could think is, how would I react if this person? And I then don't tell three people you're in love with them. Fine, I concede that absolutely. He made that decision. He's going to have to live with it. But if you want to say that, fine. Don't don't sleep with all of them. Okay. Again, there for it. But that part specifically, you sort of just assume everyone sleeps with everyone in the fantasy suite, even though it isn't always the case. You just sort of have to assume that. Right. Um. But yeah, does he need to be so cold with with her walking her to the car? But if you think about after three hours, she won't just go where there's no cameras and just talk about it. He feels now that I've just been had by this person who just wants to be the Bachelorette. We'd all like to think we would react differently. I just, I don't know that most people would have. Yeah. If you think about, okay, let's take the sex portion out of it and say, well, he he shouldn't have had sex with multiple people, fine. But if she's saying also that, well, you even having feelings of love for someone else would be a deal breaker for me, then it wouldn't have even mattered if he didn't have sex with them. Because then at that point, even if she's the first fantasy suite, he's already crossed that line. So, again, handle it better, yes, but clearly she was going to have a problem with how he was feeling no matter what, because he was... Yeah,
2: well, if he had no feelings for anyone else, then there wouldn't be a final three. (laughs) Like, it wouldn't be the show.
0: Yeah, I just... So, I understand people are not, you know, probably yelling right now, and I I mean, it is what it is, but I just... I kind of wish more people would take time to put themselves in that situation. And you're saying, well, I wouldn't sleep with three people and I wouldn't say, tell three people I love them. And that's fine. But to say what he did was gaslighting, I think is just going after a buzzword and is way too harsh for what he actually did. Could he have spoken to her? Not like not be such a dick. Absolutely. But if being a dick is gaslighting, then, that's a whole nother conversation. And, um, it, I will never argue that he couldn't have handled it better. And he would say, and is saying the same thing,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: I just, it's amazing. To me. Like my sister wanted to kill me when I mentioned it. I thought, I really thought she was going to disown me. She's yeah. like, no, he's, he's the worst bachelor ever. And I'm like, well, I won't argue with you there. So, like, but no, like he's just a terrible person. And he was gaslighting. And I'm like, whoa, like, And so we tried to have, and so I understand most people listening are just not going to get there. And that's, it is what it is. But if you, I just would say, try to put yourself in those shoes and see how differently you would handle it.
2: I think you might have a
0: different reaction.
2: Yeah. I didn't think that I would have these feelings either. Like I thought, so I watched it a day after, um, but wasn't really on my phone, wasn't on social media. Um, I did see quick that something was, something was going to happen with Susie. I didn't read into it. I didn't want to see anything and just watch it how I usually watch it. Um, And so when I just saw one thing that, oh, he's horrible to Susie, I was like, okay, so something happens. So then I watched it and then I was like, I don't, yeah, like, he, like we said, like we keep saying, like he didn't handle it the best way. She should have told him like all this stuff, but I didn't have as much <laughs> hate towards him as I thought I was going to have.
1: Okay. Well, that yeah, that, no, it, that is
0: yeah surprising. surprising. Um, so we are definitely both in the minority there, but I also felt obviously bad for her when she's driving away and wishing he had had more compassion for her. And I agree with that a hundred percent. And that's where even three hours or not, he could have had a little, I wouldn't say more grace, but any grace in that moment of, okay, we've, I've clearly crossed a line that I didn't know was there, but I still crossed it. And you have that right to have that line. Um, And so, yeah, maybe don't basically like, walk out 10 feet in front of her and barely acknowledge her and just open the door.
2: Yeah. That part I wasn't for like that was, yeah. I mean, to saying at least to the camera that you were already in love with her. And now you're just not acknowledging her as a person. That's I I didn't really lump that into, you know, the whole situation of her, of him getting upset with her in the first place and her trying to defend that she shouldn't have to tell him that whole thing. Um, He should have just like tried to be the bigger, bigger person through the whole end of it. Um, I didn't think there, it wasn't necessary for him to act that way. Just like basically throwing her in the car being like, (laughs) being like, I don't, because he was like, I don't even know who you are. I don't know who I'm looking at, and that—that that I think is what got so, what got people so upset was the treatment towards the end. But if you're thinking about the actual issue here, yes, people are being too hard on him. If you're taking the situation of how he acted towards the end of it, that's a whole talk about not knowing who you're looking at anymore. Like I my feelings are different in that portion of what happened, but the whole issue that everyone, the whole quote unquote gaslighting and that, that is where I'm, I'm with you. And I'm saying people are being too hard, but if you're lumping in the whole acting part at the end, that was definitely a little harsh. Yeah.
0: 100%. Yeah. And that's where I will gladly. And he would join the chorus too. It didn't, didn't, Uh, didn't handle himself well and if you would have just taken a beat uh, even after a three hour conversation away from screaming at producers or whatever and just said okay let me I need to calm down I need to comprehend that this is over and not treat her like a dick on the way out no matter how I feel I've been wronged and I'll go back to that put yourself in that situation where now this person that you're in love with you now believe was only there to be the bachelorette he no longer believes that, and he realizes now 50, you know from the 50,000 view uh, f- viewpoint, oh yeah, duh, I never should have thought that. But in the moment he did, I wish people could sort of just do that. That's all. And we're yeah. sort of talking in circles of just both of them have the right to feel how they felt. I just think both of them could have handled it better, her with telling him and him not being a dick at the end. That's where it is with me. I understand it's unpopular, so it's hey. At, at uh, Bachelor Podcast, let me know how big of an idiot I am. It won't be the first time.
2: Your hate mail. See?
0: it's fine. I I get it a lot, and it's it's okay. I understand. I've almost been disowned from my family just for this. So I mean, it is what it is. Um, but next week we finally get to put a bow on this, and unfortunately, it is two nights.
2: I'm ready. I didn't think I I would be excited for been a, a long time since i've been excited for a finale <laughs> well and
0: to hear his family I tell him felt
2: like also cr- like kind of cringing at
0: the same oh way. absolutely you know because that's where like his family is like oh you really screwed the pooch and i'm like well it's the one thing he didn't screw but yeah um it is Literally. it really finally we mentioned at the top does have a chance to be the most dramatic finale you've ever seen because no one knows how it's going to end my only guess and everything we do here is guesses, um, although they also claim there are no spoilers to be had, which leads me to believe he leaves with no one and then on the live show is going to make a pitch to one of the three women. And I'm assuming, and maybe I shouldn't, but only because I don't know how the other two, when they hear him do the, I'm most in love with you, um, and find to grill him on that too, by the way. But hard to imagine the I'm most in love with you, even though physical intimacy is so important to me, and I bang the other two and not you, and I still know I'm most in love with you. But whatever. Um, Hard to imagine one of them two saying yes. I'm going to assume he's going to make a pass to rekindle with Susie. That's the best I can come up with.
2: I don't know. I I don't think we've seen the end of that situation.
0: Oh, that's the knock on the door?
2: Yeah, i i don't know if she's gone yeah. okay okay i'd they end up together because that that would be quite the
0: it would um but there is face there's face a face knock face. on the door that changes everything yeah okay so you think it's gonna be Susie? i like it bring it
2: yeah let's so see drama i'm gonna go with that
0: well shocking live season finale next week um uh, so before people get ready to write their hate mails or anything else non Clayton related, going Clayton.
2: Um, actually, no. There Whoa, it's people, all Clayton. There, everything, especially the past three four days, was just four days was leading up to the explosive "Women Tell All," and then everything was just about Clayton after that. So um, Clayton, Clayton. Um, I, I don't have anything.
0: Wow. Well, listen, guys, we're ready for the big two night live season finale, uh, at bachelor Bachelor podcast. Let us know how awful we are. Um, incredible as always. Thank you very much.
1: Thank
0: you. We'll see you guys next week.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?